are back. Technical. Technical. Hmm. What other kind of malfunctions do you think there could be? Bodily. <laughs> that is so unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> the show is postponed due to bodily malfunction. <laughs> what? <laughs> Alright, so if you hear some stuff in the background, it's just fireworks that are happening because it's Halloween in Vancouver, for some reason, is obsessed with fireworks on Halloween. Yep. Yep. So don't be alarmed by that. If you have a dog, I doubt it would hear it because it's a recording of a firework far away. Mm. But if the dog's scared, we're sorry. Unless you have a micro dog that lives in your headphones. That's the thing. Mm. That's the million dollar idea right there. Yes. Yeah. All right. So what are we talking about this week, Latif? Mm. I don't remember. Talking about fixing things in the scripting stage. Yes. The consequences of not doing so, the benefits of doing so, and what happens if you don't fix it in the scripting stage, and when you get to editing, you just happen to get lucky or find a way to reshoot it. Affirmative. Yes. <clears throat> so, do you think we should start with, like, best case scenario where we changed something that was awesome, or should we dive into the crap? Start with the good stuff. Yeah? Just end on a bad note. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't that sound like a great episode, boys and girls? <laughs> Let's end this on a bad note. <laughs> no, we, we got to end on a high note. So why don't we do this? Let's start with... Let's go through it. Let's go worst to middle to best. Sure. All right. So I think you're going to start this off with a story of some not-so-good. Yeah. It was a short film that I was working with someone on, and they pitched me like a story idea... And I was like, okay, you know, that sounds interesting. Send me the script when you're finished. And then they sent me the script. And then after reading the script, I was like, oh, there's a lot of problems here, here, and here. So were the problems something that you couldn't have anticipated from the story pitching? Like, was it all in the subtlety? Or was it like, the story you pitched me is not what you just sent me? A mixture of all that. Because some some things aren't in the pitch because... Obviously, you can't pitch the whole script mm. to someone. You have to give them the, the basic ideas. But really, it's like there's little things that are supposed to connect in ways that the writer understands. But ultimately, it doesn't really come through. Even mm. to me as a reader, I'm like, that doesn't make any sense to me. Or that connection doesn't really fly. I don't know how that is going to work. And in my opinion, if you can't if you can't get your idea across on paper, ultimately... After you shoot it, it's not going to work either. Yeah. Unless you're just like one of those filmmakers who just fucking knows what they're doing. An auteur. Yeah, someone who really like is in control from top to bottom. But if you're not someone like that and you have like kind of intense ideas that don't make sense on the page, how are you going to accomplish them later on? That's, yeah. That's the issue. So, I mean, without getting into specifics, what kind of things jumped out to you that weren't working? Was it like major plot points? Was it callbacks, dialogue? Um, I did have some dialogue issues, and this is normally something I don't get picky with because everyone writes dialogue differently. Mm. But it, the character in the film was not talking to a person. They were like kind of talking to themselves alone. Mm. You know, when a character kind of announces situations that they're in mm. when there's no one to talk to, 
in kind of this weird self narrating way. Yeah. Um, it comes off very strange and, and I always had a problem with that. Um, so ultimately I, I had to tell him like, listen, man, this dialogue does not make any sense to me. It's not like doing anything interesting. It's just kind of telling you what the person might be thinking mm-hmm. out loud. <laughs> um, so I, I just was bought, kind of bothered by that. Um, but ultimately still that's up to them. Like I can't really get too picky about that. Um, but the big issues were more like making these like really large leaps in terms of like connecting story points mm-hmm. that didn't make sense on the page. Um, cause ultimately I would say this thing you've written doesn't connect. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know what it's supposed to mean. I don't know how this comes across and I have no idea how you would show this on screen. So you mean like it doesn't make sense and it doesn't connect from A to B to C? Yeah, but then they would insist and try to really explain it in in depth. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know, when you talk about it like that and you give me like this five-minute explanation, Mm -hmm. yes, I know what you're trying to say, but that is not going to be present in the movie. Yeah, I think it's a big problem anytime you have to explain anything in a script. Yeah. Like it verbally, then it's like you didn't do a good enough job communicating it to get it into the reader's head. That's the problem. Yeah, because when he did that, I I say, hey, listen, this idea, um, it's super complicated. Mm-hmm. But when someone's watching the movie, you're not going to be beside them to explain the thing that yeah. is is happening. So if no one gets that explanation through what's simply happening on screen it's not going to make any sense it's too confusing because so ultimately too many twists yeah just a little too many like quirky weird twisty things that they seem they might seem cool in the brainstorming stage but mm. at the end at the end of the movie experience you'd be like what does all that even mean like it, yeah. like i don't get what any of it had to do with what the main movie is about mm. and i think that's the kind of stuff where People talk about you gotta like leave some things on the cutting room floor. That's like you gotta leave that shit off the script. <laughs> it's not even on the cutting room floor. Like those are the kind of ideas that you wanna like either kill or nurture in the writing stage. Mm-hmm. But when you just hold on to all of it and jam it into the script, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. Um and that was that was my issue. Okay. So you said like, look man, this isn't working. You have to adjust or cut these. And in this scenario he didn't do it. How did that turn out? Yeah, like he. After our meeting, and I gave all this feedback, and I was really like blunt about it. I was like, "Listen, man, I'm not gonna make this if you're not able to like adjust these things because it's not gonna work at the end." And then four months later, he's like, "Hey, man, I, I changed the script. Let's like let's shoot this." And I was like, "Oh, great! He made some changes." And we go to the production meeting, and he's barely made the changes. <laughs> it's only like a few things. But the most crucial, like, stuff that I was talking about is still kind of intact. I was like, oh, man, this is not going to work. Um, but we we went to set. It was two days of shooting. And I was like, all right, I'll get this done. And then it's out of my hair. Yeah. Because um, I'm just going to be a, a cinematographer on it. I just have to make, make sure it's shot properly. So yeah. I, I did my part and shot it the best I could. Um, and then in post... Those problems that I was talking about were the biggest issues in editing, um, and they persist. Uh, and the conversations become one of those things we talked about. 
doesn't make sense. And he's like, yeah, they don't. <laughs> and I was like, exactly. So we've shot them. They're part of your structure. But now we have to remove them mm-hmm. as if we never shot them. Yeah. Where, where it would have been much easier if we didn't shoot them. Yeah. So um, ultimately when you don't make the changes in the writing stage and just kind of like wing it and go like, it'll, it'll fix itself. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. Yeah. So I'd say do your editing as much as you can in writing so you don't have to do it in editing. <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. That actually brings to mind um, one thing, one scenario where I could potentially see it okay, being okay winging it because we did it for one scene in What We Don't Say when they're at the fair on a date. Yeah. It was intentional, but the, the reason it worked there was because the entire scene was meant to be a montage, basically. Yes. We went to the fair, we shot a whole bunch of stuff of them on their date and getting along and all that, and then we montaged it from there. Yes. I don't think it would have worked if we had had major story points within that other than they go on date they get along you know like that's the whole point of the scene and we just need to watch them have this really good time and and feel their connectedness through the screen but if we had dialogue running through it if we had things changing and morphing in a way that wasn't necessarily easy for a montage to portray then Mm -hmm. it would have probably been pretty bad (laughs) well there was an it was interesting with that fair scene because we ha- we did have like three scenes where they're talking to each other. Yeah. I think. Yeah. But those scenes were anchored by the fact that they were contained in the montage. Totally. And they worked musically. They worked editing wise. Everything kind of fit right where it should have. And for those dialogue scenes, we we figured them out in the scripting stage. And when yeah. we went to shoot them, it was like, here's your lines, and they they read the lines. Yeah. That was it, and it worked. Yeah, and we just picked places like off what whatever was available to us mm-hmm. but with the montage it was like very run and gun yeah but we had that kind of experience before mm-hmm. um and i and i'd been in a lot of situations where you just have to pick up whatever you see and, and try to make it the best as possible it, it could possibly be so it wasn't just like we had no game plan we've never done this before <laughs> it'll be fine let's just shoot it but you know with the thing i was mentioning there was that element where a lot of the things weren't carefully thought out. Yeah. Um, and on the day shooting, there were some issues. Yeah. Um, a lot of it was like just make up stuff that I mentioned in pre-production, like this has to like really look good mm-hmm. or we're going to have to shoot it like Jaws where mm-hmm. we barely see the thing we're shooting because yeah. it's not good enough. And it, that was an issue. Yeah? Um, yeah, it was. It was. So was it like you shot it and then looking at the footage, you're like, it doesn't look good? Exactly. Mm-hmm. But I, I, you know, I, I had that warning from the top. I was like, listen, man, if we do this, you got to really go all out and make it mm-hmm. fucking amazing. Yeah. If it's not amazing, then we can't show it on, on screen that much. Um, but again, like planning and figuring all this stuff out helps for something like that. Yeah. And if you're just shooting like two people hanging out in an apartment fucking around and that's your movie you can run and gun that shit yeah if you're doing you know I feel like there's also you need to put an asterisk next to you can do it because you can but you also need to ask yourself how long can this sustain on screen for because if you're like that's just 90 minutes of that you're dead in the water it's going to be maybe you'll get through 5 minutes and be like this is interesting but then the other 85 minutes you're going to be like we just saw 
85 minutes of something that didn't work. Well, I mean, if like what I mean is like if you've written it, if you've written a five page scene, but you don't really think too much about how to shoot it. And you're kind of like, I just want to feel, you know, what the apartment feels like and we'll just pick spots. I think you can do it like that. Yeah. But if you just like show up at an apartment with two actors and you're like, Let's just run and gun it and make a movie. You might come up with something, but you might just like completely like shit the bed. Yeah. So with you know, with my experience with that project, there was a lot of stuff that was very technical and my issue was there needs to be like thorough planning. But the director's idea was let's just kinda like freestyle it and see what we come up with. And I was like, This is not that kind of movie. And that was my <laughs> point. Um and I don't think he was that kind of a director. Mm. Um, so there were some issues, yeah. especially because there was some choreography involved. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, but again, like that's all about like in the writing, knowing exactly what you're going for. Mm. And if you don't, then it creates problems. Yeah, totally. So with the stuff with what we don't say, that was a lot more manageable because they weren't like doing a fight sequence. They're just, yeah. you know, and we planned it to be that way. It wasn't like, like we thought about it before and be like, how can we shoot this? We brainstormed all the options. And then it was like the best way to do this montage bit is to run and gun it. Let's film them actually having fun. Mm-hmm. And then it will look like they're having fun on screen because they are having fun. <laughs> True. It wasn't just like, how are you going to film us? Oh, let's figure it out later. Okay, cool. (laughs) All right, so that's what happens if you don't fix it in the scripting stage. Mm -hmm. We kind of went over one thing just then with with fixing it in editing to a degree. I wouldn't really call it fixing it in editing because it it was fixing it in the scripting stage with the montage and whatnot. It was creating it in editing, kind of. Yeah, creating it, but we had the plan first. Yes. So... One thing, what did we decide we were going to say for when we fix it in the script? And when you fix it in the script before you shoot. Yeah. Like completely, like it's all written out. Yeah, what did we say we were going to say for the, oh, the ending. Or the engagement. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You tell this story. I think you'd be able to tell this one better than I will. Yeah, it, it was a, it was, it's a pretty uh, straightforward scene. Yeah, and it's we like the second scene in the movie. Yeah, and we, when we when we were coming up with it, I think it was probably closer to shooting. It was like, yeah, the scene. And then I thought in my head because I'd seen like videos of like people getting engaged on Facebook. Yeah, but they the always scene, do like these. The scene's an engagement. Yeah, yeah. And on Facebook, they're always doing like these dumb like prank engagements yeah. or something like that. And I thought, you know, that's such a thing of the times. So yeah. when these people get engaged, we should make it kind of like an event or like a joke or, or something. Yeah. And it would be fun to shoot because it would be something that they have to perform, I guess. Yeah. So like the way it was originally in the script before we fixed it was um, two characters just announced their engagement. And that's kind of all it was. And yeah. then it was probably like two weeks before we shot... We were like, something about this isn't working. And Latif was like, you know what? I kind of want to see this engagement instead of just hearing that it happened. Mm-hmm. And that was where it's like, okay, this scene just went from boring to kind of working. And then we brainstormed every possible option, how we could do it, how we could shoot it, and arrived at something with 
So it's just better. <laughs> you know? It's yeah, more interesting. Yeah. Um, because at some point you're like, what the fuck is going on? Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, okay, I got it. Yeah. As opposed to just like we're engaged. Um, yeah. Sometimes it's it's kind of interesting to give you a piece of what's going on and then reveal the rest later. And yeah. I think that was pretty simply what we did. Totally. And it works. Yeah. So fix yeah. things in scripting stage. Um, and then what's one thing that we fixed in reshoots? So like this would be the example. Oh, the ending, yeah. Yeah, of the ending. So basically this one's going to be a little difficult to talk about. Because we're not just going to tell you the ending of the movie that isn't out yet. <laughs> True. But it's not so much the ending as it is the final image. Because mm-hmm. the ending scene largely stayed the same. True. But when we watched the rough cut, it was like this last image. I remember <laughs> it was the rough assembly. Latif and I watch it. It cuts to black. Latif hits enter. It stops. And he's like... This isn't how the movie ends. I'm like, agreed. <laughs> I think I remember hitting my space bar pretty hard. I was like, that's not how the movie ends. <laughs> and what's funny is that scene's still in there. The way the, call it rough assembly edit yeah. is still in there. We just added 30 seconds of additional footage after afterwards to give it more, I guess, emotion to finality. Yeah, more of a more of a tonal atmosphere. Yeah. To kind of like tie up the feeling of the movie. Totally. So we really didn't change much at all, but what really changed was the the final image. Mm-hmm. And when this movie's out, we'll tell you guys <laughs> what it was. But that's the big point with this is we kind of got lucky there. We that was the end of the movie, and we could tack on a final image after that in a way that made it feel like it was intended from the start yes you're not always going to be that lucky so try and get this stuff in the script take your time in pre-production and really make it work as best as you can Mm -hmm. or like Latif mentioned it's going to bite you in the ass yeah but I I remember even even when we were doing that we talked about like multiple things that could happen oh yeah and then we got really specific about certain moments for the ending sequence Mm -hmm. and then eventually we went out and shot it and it was a very simple shoot but I think it was just figuring out the perfect idea because it's the ending of your movie and you want to make sure it's as close as to to what you're going for totally but it kind of looked exactly like what I thought it would so yeah yeah Yeah. the last image is pretty perfect for the movie yeah thank god we got that (laughs) what if we didn't we just ended on how it had yeah that wouldn't have been well you know it it would have worked to a degree. <laughs> I like your face. If people could see it, you're like, worked. Like veins popping out of my neck. <laughs> it's like someone was choking you as you said it. <laughs> it yeah, like it would have worked, but it wouldn't have had the the impact. And the last image in the rough assembly didn't sum up the movie the way that we wanted it to. So the final image we added really, really did. Yeah. And that's pretty important, I think. I think so. I think the gist of today's episode is just you don't leave anything up to chance when you're writing. Yeah. Um, and it's, you know, the small details that can really come back to bite you. Mm-hmm. So make sure everything is, like, really tight Yeah. before and, you start shooting. And talk about everything, too. Yeah. 
everything's worth a discussion, even if it's just this transition, what do we think of that? Talk about it for five minutes. If it's good, then at least you know you had that conversation. You're not going to worry about it. Mm-hmm. Even the tiny things you think you're not going to worry about, give them five minutes. Because I think if you find one that didn't work as a result of that and 25 were like, yep, you're good, then it's still worth it at the end of the day. Talk about everything in your script with the people you trust the most. Make adjustments as needed. And don't be an idiot. <laughs> be honest with yourself yeah man like take everyone's suggestions into account when you're writing and don't glaze over anything it's very easy to be like ah yeah Yeah. that's always the worst so be crazy about it and there will be times too i don't actually i don't know if we've had any of these on what we don't say where it there's going to be actually i can think of one with that lamp this was when we were shooting. This wasn't in the scripting stage. Oh, yeah, yeah. But we were shooting in a washroom, and this is the closest Latif and I have ever come to actually fighting. And it's not even that close at all. <laughs> Man, we just slightly raised our voices. Yeah, like, there was... We were shooting in a washroom, and Latif's like, I need some extra light, so I'm going to put this portable lamp right here next to the sink. And I was like, well, I can't do that. The character wouldn't put a lamp there because she might get electrocuted. And you're like, but I need the light here. I was like, but the character wouldn't put a lamp there. <laughs> and I think that went on for like another two or three back and forth. And then Oliver, the first AD, was like, who cares, guys? And I was like, yeah, okay, Latif needs light, whatever, let's go with it. And then watching the finished movie and all through editing, it was like, I don't think I saw that lamp once. <laughs> like, I just didn't care after. And I think when you're in a circumstance like that, it's the person that cares the most and it's like you really got to trust me whereas you were like trust me this needs to be here and i was like does it you felt strongly and that was the right call to make yeah so go with whoever has the strongest gut feeling on it yeah but it, you, you, even that was like it was worth at least talking about yeah um we didn't glaze over it but eventually it all came out totally yeah all right well i have to go to the airport to get to new york for film festival so Thus concludes this episode brought to you by Pippa. It's P-I-P-P-A dot I-O podcast hosting service. It's cheap enough. Mm. Yay. All right, until next week. <laughs>